Welcome to Hold My Popcorn. I'm Max Healy, stuck at home in Nashville and stuck at home in Boston. We have Tim again. How are you feeling, Timmy boy? A little melancholy, Max. Not because of the quarantine or the uh, deadly pandemic that's out there, but this because it's the last movie of the Lethal Weapon month. It's the greatest month of my life, like I've said before, and it's coming <laughs> to an end. And um, it's really sad. It's really sad. I'm going to cry by the end of this. Cities are shutting down. People are dying. Tim's like, and then I I watched the last Lethal Weapon. And there isn't any other ones after this. What yeah. about me? Honestly, all these Star Wars freaks keep getting movies made for them. What about the Lethal Weapon freaks? What about <laughs> me and that other guy who love this movie? <laughs> love these movies. <laughs> and also stuck at home in Northern California is John Anishak. How are you feeling, John? Max. As I talk to you both right now, there are live dragons circling. <laughs> the hills are on fire. Um, I don't have long, uh, but I'm going to stay in as long as I can. Uh, no, guys, I'm just in California. It's no big deal. You know, I'm good. Yeah. Was, oh, my God. What was that? Holy shit. You know, like some cat freaks out. I'm fine, Max. I am fucking a caged animal mode, but it's fine. Because I have a glass of rosé, I've got fruit to keep the scurvy away, and then a nice little personalized uh, cheese plate right next to me here that I'm not going to crunch on while we're uh, we're dealing with this. But I'm very sad, too. Um, it's the end of Lethal Weapon, mm-hmm. which means the end of Mel Gibson for a while, because there is no chance in hell we're covering any of his movies anytime soon. Somebody somebody on Twitter offered, uh, suggested that we do a... Um a Mel May, just Mel Gibson movies. And he said, the first movie you need to do is, uh, is the passion of the Christ. <laughs> yeah. Like, absolutely oh, not. Okay, fine. <laughs> no, that's a great idea. We can just, uh, we can talk about, uh, we can pick apart the realism of the wounds. Yeah. We can, we can just dissect Jesus just getting crucified over and over again. For an entire I month. have some strong opinions about the crucifixion. So I mean, I'm sure that won't get us in trouble <laughs> provided. So we're just going to do this and we're not going to blame anybody. We're just going to focus exclusively on that. Like people killed a guy. <laughs> we're going to just focus uh, exclusively on the torture of Jesus. Nothing else. Nothing but the message. Yeah. Not who did it. It's just him getting tortured. And that looks painful. I, <laughs> I'm going to be racist. <laughs> I, I'm just saying like I can handle the Christians on one end. That's fine. I've been dealing with that my whole life. But we cannot fight a two-front war. Um, by the way, it's a podcast. It's a, you, are all, you are all alone. That's that's who had um, responded. And, he, and then he had responded back saying, like, he died for your sins or something like that. And I'm like, yes, and our <laughs> professional careers will die if we do that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Shout out to him, by the way. I was look, I looked up the, uh, the podcast. It sounds super fucking interesting. I haven't yeah. downloaded one yet. I'm going to tomorrow. There we go. Actually, tonight, uh, I'm going to dive into it. I'm super hyped to check it out. Yeah, yeah free plug. Boom, boom. Um, but as far as how I'm doing, John, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. It's I've been in self-quarantine for four weeks now. It has rained maybe every day but two. Today was actually like the first nice day, and like the allergies were at like a 10 that now I have like a bumping headache. So like I can't I can't leave the house and I can't go outside. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It sucks. Lose my I want to cry mind. for you, but the only thing that happens is I laugh. I cannot imagine the amount of knuckle babies Max has <laughs> no, dude. laid out in those four weeks. No, wasted. Wasted. 
Yeah. Wasted. All Those the are lives wasted. Are gone. Yeah. <laughs> All the plastic gloves are gone. <laughs> the Jimmy hits. <laughs> Well, if this wasn't all um, bad enough news, as we already mentioned, Sally, we're wrapping up Lethal Weapons uh, Month, uh, which means Tim no longer has any reason to live. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> genuinely. <laughs> so we uh, we did Lethal Weapon Four from 1998, starring Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, Rene Russo, Joe Pesci, Chris Rock, and Jet Li. Oh my God, Jet Li was so good in this. He was sinister. He it's was extremely good. sinister. Yeah, in and Hong Kong, technically you he has a mullet. <laughs> Yeah, oh rat- yeah, yeah. The only guy who has he a has a mullet. Mullet, in this movie. mullet rat tail. It's the longest. That's hard mullet. to pull off, man. Yeah. That was something else. It's Book of World Records kind of shit. I yeah. Usually in the kung fu I was, movies, it's in the it's on, it's on the other side. It's like on their chin, and it goes all the way down. But this one, like you know, like yeah. Kill Bill. But this one, no. Oh, I know. <laughs> this, I'm actually very surprised that he didn't use his own hair as a weapon at some point, and a little bit disappointed. I think at one point Mel Gibson used it as self-defense, though. I think when they were fighting, he grabbed it. It's like, that's what I'd be doing. It's kind of a uniform. Yeah, it's I'll part of the uniform. It. Exactly. It was kind of a strange, it was kind of a strange scene because like Jet Li was choking Mel Gibson and Mel Gibson had him, was pulling his hair. And in the movie, they were kind of using it as like equivalent positions. Like, I'm choking you. I'm pulling your hair. We're both, we're in a stalemate fight here and i'm like well, that's not true i'd much rather have my hair pulled than being choked one of them's getting their their uh airways getting closed off and this guy's just getting a little prick on the back of his neck right some people like getting their hair yeah. pulled not saying i do ladies i do it would actually be hilarious when i had hair <laughs> it would have actually been hilarious in that scene of you know like mel gibson's just going <laughs> and then he's choking he's just pulling a jet lee's hair and jet lee's just going <laughs> <laughs> it would have been that would have been a total lethal weapon scene too it would have been great oh boy should we get into it let's do let's it, it. alright well the first three uh, lethal weapon movies came out in a five year period and then he had to wait another six years for part four which opens up with an explosion even before we can get into the title card I have to give them props on this one that they brought it back and they're like we need to like up the uh we need to up the Scientology scale on this one um, with uh, Tom Cruise intro. Because that's what it was. It was Mission Impossible. It was a Mission Impossible 2 intro. Mission Impossible got their shit fixed after the second movie. Yeah. Speaking of just fucking over the top shit, though, I mean, so I guess in, the, in within like the six years in between movies, L.A. has just turned into Gotham City. And you got the Batman villain Firefly in a bulletproof hazmat shoot suit just like shooting machine guns and flamethrowers at the same time. Well, like. As Riggs says, it's like it's rep from the NRA. <laughs> yeah. I mean, complete with you getting a POV experience of him changing the uh, the fucking disc man on his hip <laughs> yeah. to just like some southern rock band just as he just fucking tears up the town. I feel like there may have been rumors about like a new lethal weapon and they're like and then the, the studio stepped in was like, we need to make sure that our fans realize that this is just regular old lethal weapon right from the get-go. <laughs> Opening scene is basically just like, uh, like literally take all three other lethal weapon movies, smack it into one 15 minute scene. And that's the opening scene. Yeah. It's just crazy. 
No explanation in the cold open. It's just Riggs and Murtaugh are just driving home. They stumble upon this dude just randomly just burning shit in the rain. Right. Shooting off automat- an automatic weapon with a, f- uh, a homemade flamethrower <laughs> and a welding bullet- bulletproof welding suit. <laughs> It's incredible. I, I yeah. thought I felt like this is this is like Tim's fantasy just come to life after the Sox and the Patriots got rid of Mookie Betts and Tom Brady. Like I can see the scene in Tim's head. Dude, listen, <laughs> this is my sports world right now. The Red Sox traded Mookie Betts. Tom Brady left. The Celtics. The NBA is done. Bruins are done. Liverpool. I know you guys don't care about soccer. Liverpool, my favorite soccer team, is about to is on the cusp of winning. The Premier League Championship for the first time in 30 years, and they're probably going to cancel the season now and not give them the title because of coronavirus. My, I would in a second don this fucking welders, <laughs> welders mask with an automatic weapon and just destroy. I would murder people. So, Tim, I'm going to be honest. I don't give a shit about any of the soccer stuff you just said, but I'm very offended that you lumped me in with the rest of Americans because I have been to one official MLS soccer game in the United States, which is hilarious because that immediately puts me into like the other 5% of the U.S. that has (laughs) actually seen a game before. That just means you're a hipster. Yeah, I have a beard. Just means you like to wear scarves. Yeah, exactly. And espresso. I like macchiatos. Yeah, you have you have strong opinions about coffee and you share them frequently. That's what it means. <laughs> uh, well, Tim, see, I, I just don't think that like full metal jacket, like the real game is you. I feel like it's more I'm going to break onto this base and, you know, run off with the tank like that one guy did. The killdozer. Yeah, dude, it's <laughs> way cooler if you could drive around. Well, I Fuck, do you want to walk around with a flamethrower and a machine gun when you can just fucking sit back and do it video game style? Like, I mean, seriously, put away real life and turn up the PlayStation, man. Get real. <laughs> I would love to. Mm. I'll take it right to John Henry's house. <laughs> this is my video game. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be my that's going to be my uh, manifesto when that's I finally be... do go off the rails. That's going to be Tim's uh, insanity plea right there. I was in a video game, Your Honor. This is my video game. I'm still in it. You don't understand it. What do you mean I can't put my dick in the ink and then stamp that for my signature? Mushroom <laughs> tattoo. It's good. It's unique <laughs> to me. I make my mark. <laughs> Sir, put your pants back on. <laughs> I can't. I don't know how. <laughs> I didn't bring any. <laughs> <laughs> Also, so going back to this, uh, weird time for Murtaugh to break the news that Riggs is going to be a dad and um, Riggs breaking the news that Murtaugh is going to be a grandfather. It was just raining bullets. And he's like, hey, by the way. Oh, know, they're like, trying. He's trying to say, Riggs, don't get, don't get yourself killed. You're going to be a dad. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. See, I, I know like, I'm on their wavelength. I just, I feel <laughs> like they insanity. both have- they both have definitely aged a little bit immediately because at the beginning of the last film, they were staring at a bomb. <laughs> yes. And there was no heart to heart. One of them had to be blackout drunk for there to be a heart to heart. So they've definitely mellowed. Yeah. A little bit, especially and we didn't draw any attention to this, but guess whose mullet is gone. Yep. Mel's. Ooh. I was going to say, Please. that's the reason. Go. His libido's gone because he chopped off the mullet. It's, yeah, he lo- he looks like a withered like desert rat. 
I think that's why I have to put Lethal Weapon four either three or four in the uh, in the series. And well, that's one of the reasons. This the the first reason is because there's no tits. So that kind of like excludes Lethal Weapon three and four from the conversation about best movie, right? <laughs> and then I think it has to be three is the third, and then four is the fourth. Although it's hard for me to say that because. Four, no tits, and also no mullet. I mean, it's difficult to have a lethal yeah. weapon without tits and a mullet. I mean, I feel mm-hmm. like you're losing 50% of its good, its huspa. Tim, Tim, I, I, I really appreciate you coming out on a limb for this because it's almost as if you're, you know, talking about your children as you've referred to these movies as before. Yeah, um, and yeah. You're picking favorites, and that's painful. So I, I'm, I'm woke enough to, to respect that. Well, I mean, so I'm an honest parent, you know, I'm going to tell the the shithead when I'm a parent, I'm going to tell my shit, one of my shithead kids that he's a shithead and that I don't like him as much as the other ones. And that's going to get what that's going to do. It's not going to fuck him up for life. A lot of people would say, yeah, it's going to fuck him up for life. He's going to turn to drugs, to drown his sorrows. Not true. It's going to give him balls. Hmm. Hmm. Now, will they be like razor cone balls? Of course. You would accept that, though, if that came out. I was like, Dad, I just replaced my balls with razor cones. Um, yeah, I'd accept that as long as he paid for them himself. Oh, OK. Fair enough. Because no hand, no handouts. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. No. Yeah. Going back fair to enough. this movie. <laughs> so speaking of balls, you got a uh, Murtaugh stripping naked. Hilarious. Hilarious. Riggs, even facing down death. Facing down an armored maniac firing off, I don't know how many thousands of rounds into their non-bulletproof car, <laughs> even finds time to make a joke, <laughs> to play a joke on Murta. It's fantastic. Also, the last it six is- years have been great for Danny Glover. He doesn't need a girdle anymore. I know. Danny Glover's no. in great shape. He's in better shape than Mel Gibson in this. Definitely. Well, Mel Gibson obviously yeah, was hitting the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> it's starting to catch up. Yeah. I I really love the uh, the cherry on top of the cake, though, where it's like not only did he get him to strip his clothes off, but to basically do the chicken dance because <laughs> yeah. for some reason that was going to draw the shooter's attention way just a little bit more. Just a little bit. <laughs> and of course it did. Well, it it works. Yep. Yeah, it Riggs shoots a flammos tank, which explodes like a hydrogen bomb blown up half the street. Or just another Wednesday night for Riggs and Murta. <laughs> that's the yeah that's the third time that's happened to them that week tim max i have a philosophical question for you do you think that Riggs and murtaugh find trouble or trouble finds them they find trouble i think trouble finds murtaugh but Riggs looks for it yeah hmm. double-edged sword mm. mm-hmm. wow gotta make things complicated yeah just blew your mind guys i yes. did mm-hmm Oh, that's the stinks asshole. <laughs> Been doing a lot of thinking here. Watch, I watched this movie for nine hours today. Got nothing better yeah. to do. I've been studying fucking Plato and Aristotle all fucking night. Max has got a D fill. I mean, I I did the other day look up what was Rome like during the Dark Ages because I'm like the Parthenon and you know the, not the Parthenon, but like you know like the Colosseum was still there, but they couldn't read. What was up with that? Let me Google it. That's where I'm at. Max well, is just going down Wikipedia rabbit holes. I am. 
Well, you're going to make sure that history doesn't repeat itself because you're going to be the one of the only people in Tennessee that understands the uh, historical record. Well, that's the thing, John. So a reason for the Dark Ages is because people got isolated and they couldn't um, spread the word as far as reading goes and language because Rome fell. Mm. And we're kind of there now. Let's go back into the movie before I just go down this fucking rabbit hole. (laughs) (laughs) Max just sucks us in. We're like, tell us more. I haven't slept in weeks. (laughs) Put the camera on. I just look like a fucking skeleton with huge bags under my eyes. Smoke, just chain smoking. Go webs around maps. Max just got equations all over the place on his walls, and then he just points at one. Look at this. Look at this. This is proof. And we're all just like, yeah. Yeah, it's proof. It's, Someone's it's got great, Max. Yeah. Okay. Someone got the tranquilizer gun. <laughs> That's a music. So, so, so yeah. when the world ends and we're all just taken over by roving games of like roving gangs of motorcycle outlaws, I, I've, I've started simulating track marks on my dick and in between all of my toes. So they think that I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Back in my hobo times, got me through a lot of scrapes. <laughs> All right, well, I fast forward nine-ish months later to Leo catching one of the sharks from Deep Blue Sea. That I know, it's great. Just imagine the introduction of uh, Deep Blue Sea with the college kids just going like, yeah, we're having a party, man. And then just seeing Leo Riggs and Murtaugh just shooting the shark that just somehow explodes. <laughs> and then shooting the radio that explodes. Yeah. <laughs> sort of firing at the water, which also starts to explode. F A F T. Man, the fucking bilge pump. Blow it at your fucking ass. I loved it. <laughs> That's all happening next to like that sensual college fuck party. Yep. It's like, what is that? Is that a seagull? They fuck you in the airport. They yeah. fuck you in the <laughs> Why didn't you just say so, Roger? <laughs> I love how everyone gets around water. They all of a sudden get everyone to get fucking nautical. <laughs> That's the, why I love Leo left, so much. Left. Yeah. <laughs> well, why is that? Why do we have to say that left and right are something different? I have no idea. It doesn't it, make any sense to me. It's bullshit. Like, I don't know why nautical miles longer than a regular mile. Is that because like the curve of the earth or something? No. What or curve, not, Tim? For that matter. Yeah, it's a good what point, curve? Nick. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this is the reason why Leo doesn't have a gun, because he's about to shoot the shark on the deck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a nice Hilarious. looking gun, though. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, a, was like a drug dealer gun. I, I hoped he got deputized because I was watching the trailer to this and I got super hopes. Like, Does Leo get a gun? <laughs> yeah, they took the gun away from him immediately. Uh, he got a badge, though. He definitely stole that badge at the end of the movie. <laughs> he he did that. He did that. Yep. But it was for a picture. Yep. It was just play acting. Okay, whatever. Whatever, Ugh. Max. Whatever. Ugh. Whatever. No. No. Yeah, audience, that's how bad it is. That's not. It's not good. No. Like stop, Joe Pesci. You won an Oscar a couple of years ago. What are you doing, Joe? I loved it. <laughs> it's just like yeah. I loved every second of it. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, it like three times since we've been talking. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, so Leo's gun gets thrown in the water when a huge Chinese cargo ghost ship appears out of nowhere. Fuck! And just gunshots, gunshots start flying out of nowhere, and they're gonna ram the boat. It's fantastic. Where the fuck did this ship come from? <laughs> Yeah, you don't, if you're out in the water, you don't miss a boat that big. I mean, is this like, like you this, can see a boat that big from like three miles away. Yeah, you'd hear it before you saw it. I mean, is this like yeah. the same ship from the Philadelphia experiment? Like, it just fucking appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> just pop, plunk, bam, there we go. It's a ninja ship. 
It's a Jet Li ship. They didn't it know it was coming. Ship. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because they're Chinese. I don't know. <laughs> it's all right. Mel Gibson and Danny Glover will give you enough racist Chinese jokes coming up here soon. So I oh, loved God. every second of it. God. It was bad. Yeah, so uh, Riggs with his uh, magical grenade bullets fires back at the boat in self-defense, which then explodes. And then Murtaugh's boat gets second degree explosions and sinks. Yeah, and he doesn't seem that beat up about it. If I lost a boat, dude, I would be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, the- I think Murtaugh's just like used to losing all his possessions <laughs> every five years. I'm surprised it lasted this long. Yeah. Well, fucking uh, uh, spoiler alert, but his fucking house burns down later. I mean, it's <laughs> everything that he owns. That's not yeah. a spoiler. That's just part of the movie. Well, yeah, <laughs> Everyone but like, knows the whole that. thing he drives, down. explodes, like everything that he owns. I'm surprised that bike later on didn't fucking blow up. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, I, I was re- also really hoping that Riggs was going to throw the shark at somebody. <laughs> they they kind of wasted the shark. <gasps> I thought yeah. the shark was going to come back and get somebody at the end of the movie. Just out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere. Like two hours later, all of a sudden, here's the shark. It's back. Like that's in the back seat. (laughs) 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 Jesus, I thought you dumped that thing. There was some comedian who did jokes about that. He was like, what if shark attacks weren't just in water? And like, you know, you're just like in the shower and it's just like a shark shows up. It's like shark attack time. (laughs) What's up? I think I've seen a video like that. I think I've seen a video what? like that. It's like um, they took it from the, the scene of uh, Psycho. It's like they, re- oh, they redid that. The shark's just wearing a wig and it just starts stabbing <laughs> the guy in the shower. <laughs> yeah, so it, oh, I was boy. really hoping for the shark to come back. But even like when everyone was in the water and then they're like, like oh my God. Like, well, you got uh, fucking Joe. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. All right. All right. Whatever. Whatever. It's just a shark on the water. This thing, like compared to the deep blue sea or jaws for that matter, is mm-hmm. barely moving through the water. It looks yeah. just like a, a limp worm on a hook. That shark would be dead. It was out of the water for like 10 minutes. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> that shark would just be float that shark would just be floating belly up. They wouldn't have to worry about that shark. Riggs is pouring beer on it to keep it alive. <laughs> anyway, so Riggs he uh, scares all the bad guys away, and then he finds a gaggle of Chinamen under the floorboards. Not after he does like a fucking like a ricochet shoot into someone's butt. That's fantastic. With his new, oh, Riggs oh, has a yeah, new laser toy. laser pointer gun in this. It's fantastic, it folks. Only shows up like four times. I like how the laser is like the projection of the bullet. Like it just bounces all over the place. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. Well, so he's uh, Riggs plays uh, gunfighting like a paintball game in this, (laughs) basically. Also, not a major plot point, but uh, the landlord from the Big Lebowski gets his car rammed into a train via Jet Li, and then it also explodes. Yeah. uh, So when you get suicided by train, that's actually pretty impressive. At first, like, this is fucking ridiculous. And then I thought about it. Nah, I've seen people that deserve far worse on the road. It could definitely happen. I like how people, they just got got away scot-free Yeah. after this train accident. I'm like, that's a big deal. Like, there would be federal agencies there checking to see what happened. Like, yeah, also, checking the guy video driving cam. the train saw it. Yeah, exactly. He wouldn't just be like, right. well, I guess that was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that car ram that other car into the tracks, but yeah. not my problem. Um, I think that there's like six separate explosions in the first 15 minutes of this movie. I know. It's great. Yeah. It's I everything it's you need for a lethal weapon. Yeah. yeah. 
It's on. They're averaging an explosion every two and a half minutes that started this movie. Oh my God. <laughs> you got to make up for the lack of mullet because that was shocking to me. Even though I had seen Ugh. the picture, I didn't, I really didn't believe it until the movie started. I was like, wow, he doesn't have a mullet, but kaboosh, kaboosh, kaboosh. yeah, <laughs> explosion every two minutes, trees are exploding. There's a, like a car that explodes or something later that doesn't even get shot at. It just explodes. Like it just yep. happens. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just happens because just because spontaneous so, combustion everywhere. So Tim is right. I mean, it's just, it makes you feel at home. And I think they really were. And also to your point as well, uh, they were really just trying to let you know you were home. This is a safe place. This is going to be what you've Mm -hmm. loved and remembered. Um, Except for the other half of our uh, audience that uh, really needs tits in their movies. Then fuck off. (laughs) I mean, I kind of do. I got like, these movies are fantastic, but if you threw a pair of Pam Anderson tits in there, like real faked up, Dude, that would have made this lethal weapon. That would have just made this lethal weapon. You know what I mean? Mm. 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 It doesn't even have to be in context. It's just like in the middle of two scenes, just toss in Pam Anderson boobs. And then, like it could be like 10 seconds and then cut back over the movie and get back on with it. You know, yeah, okay. just make it irrelevant. Like the first movie, like there's just they're in a strip club for no reason. Yeah, just exactly. do that. It's like, oh, there's tits everywhere. Look at all of them. <laughs> we don't have to be in here. I mean, they could have crashed that car into a strip club instead. Dude, yeah, Max. Boom. Titties flying everywhere. We had to do some fan fiction here. (laughs) Hey, speaking of that, I had seen there's an article somewhere in the U.S. that a bunch of strippers are doing like food delivery now to still get their (laughs) Really? Yeah. Probably in Nevada. I mean, it's a great idea. It looked Mm -hmm. fantastic. Um, I'd imagine being a stripper is like a high COVID-19 contagion rate, you know? But, you know, if you're just Mm -hmm. dropping it off. Yeah, that's a good point. No, I mean, like being a regular stripper. Doing their regular oh, regular, there, there's some risk inherent there. I feel like there'd be a lot less. Um, no private shows. Mm. Yeah. Back at the port, Murtaugh is talking to himself as one does when you're Roger Murtaugh, when he stumbles upon another Chinese family hiding under a lifeboat. Goddamn illegals trying to enter this country. Build a wall. Get a wall. Get rid of that China virus. <laughs> yeah. And then you get the slow segment of any lethal weapon movie. With Riggs and Lerner Cole just shooting this shit for five minutes, eventually learning. Uh, Jesus Christ, I don't know what the fuck I wrote here. Anyway, I can I can hop in here. Yeah, they learn that they learn that Detective Butters is actually Rian's baby daddy. Yeah, and that Murta doesn't know because Murta doesn't want Rian dating any cops. And they got secretly now, married. Right, they're secretly married. Mm-hmm. And now Riggs, it's too juicy of a secret to keep from Murta, but he has to do it. Because that's what good friends do. They keep secrets like that. Right, exactly. About their family members. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Max, I got a, I got a secret to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then Riggs and Cole find a dozen Chinese refugees in Murtaugh's kitchen. And they find it by saying that something smells good. Which it probably would. It would smell fantastic. Let's be honest, Murtaugh, this is not an altruistic thing. He's planning on, he's like, I got a business idea, retirement, I'm going to start my own Chinese restaurant. These people are going to be my slaves. Yep. <laughs> yep. He's really gung-ho about the slave thing. They say slave once and, and like he just perks up. He's like, what'd you say? There's always like a, a sort of like a civil rights bent to every like, to Murtaugh and all the movies, basically. I, I, I love it. It's, which I think is it's weird. a great addition. 
It's weird because then he's also extremely homophobic at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I'm not touching any of these subjects with the 10 nope. foot pole. Let's move on. So the captain then tells Riggs and Murtaugh that the city ran out of insurance money to cover their daily shootouts and explosions. So instead of firing them or forcing them into non-early retirement, they instead get double promoted the captains. So now they're on the same chain of command as the boss that they've had throughout the entire movie. Right. I love how Captain Murphy's like, but they can't fire you either. And doesn't explain why. Like, why can't they fire him? I'm sure you could fire him. <laughs> I'm sure in the last movie, Mert only needed five years to uh, get his full pension. And it's been six years. So I think they right. can force him to retire. I right. do love as he throws the badges over. He's like, this is the worst day of my life. <laughs> I don't know why I recommended this. I love I love Murph. He's a he's the greatest character. I I have to agree with you. I think that he really is the underdog, like best character through the entire yep. series, hands down. He is. He started this entire theme and like other movies like this, where like you have the captain who like hates the main characters but secretly loves them. Yep, <laughs> and is clearly just shit faced half the time. You know. It, oh, Captain Murphy. Yeah, Captain Murphy oh, has dude. He has, if you were to like look under his desk, there would just be like a fucking great pyramid of doors bottles. <laughs> just half a pint of Jameson in his coffee every yeah. morning. Don't this drink is what that. I do with my day. <laughs> yeah, don't drink that. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Drink it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm drunk. They, they say that drinking Jameson is good because they can't smell it. <laughs> you see? You smell like Jameson. You absolutely Damn reek. It. <laughs> you absolutely reek yeah. Jameson. Fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, who's the captain, huh? I am, sir. You promoted me. Ah, fuck. Yeah. Who's the captain now? I'm the captain now. <laughs> Are you quoting a movie that was made 20 years after this was made? Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> Jameson. <laughs> Really regret pairing you guys together and then double promoting you. Anyway, you guys. I'm talking to myself again. (laughs) Where is everybody? (laughs) (laughs) Cleaning. Where are my pants? (laughs) I didn't bring them to work today, didn't I? Fuck. Barbara. (laughs) He's just in Walmart, (laughs) just talking to himself in the coat rack section. Yeah. That hits too close to home, Max. That's exactly where I want to be. What I wouldn't give to just be standing in an aisle of a grocery store of some sort right now. (laughs) So uh, Riggs then runs into the police shrink who loses her shit. So Riggs de-escalates the situation by sexually harassing her. It. This is the greatest scene. This is the greatest scene because it's just it comes to the this is the culmination of. 20 years of psychological torture of this woman <laughs> that like you said max ends in sexual harassment and just like every single work workplace violation you could think of and everyone and laughing com- at her and a complete and total workplace meltdown it's amazing and tim i have been waiting ever since the first one that we watched together spoke about together for her eventual break. You're like, no, 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 really. Like in this movie, she breaks, he breaks her (laughs) emotionally, like psychically everything. It's all over. And it it was satisfying to finally see to get a rise out of me. (laughs) Well, I'm not stupid. No, I won't get you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
You'll find somebody, uh, but I'm taken. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Riggs then uh, makes Chris Rock, a.k.a. Butters, tag along with them to the restaurant owned by Chinese crime boss Uncle Benny, where they meet a bunch of where they uh, they make a bunch of racist jokes and also meet main bad guy Jet Li. It's a fry rice, you prick. <laughs> also, Uncle Ben, Uncle Benny, either way, he, he's the same Chinese food guy from The Fifth Element with Bruce Willis. Oh, yep. is he really? Yeah, who's just like screaming in the window and like the yeah. floating Chinese restaurant just <laughs> and just like huh. floats away. Yeah. So then after this, Riggs breaks a few things, pulls a fire alarm at the restaurant, and then he runs into the ghost ship captain on the street as they get into a foot chase around Chinatown while Murtaugh follows them on a bicycle. And Chris Rock chases a Chinese food waiter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Merely this. because he looks Chinese in Stop. Chinatown. Stop in Chinese, motherfucker! <laughs> so funny, the, dude. Dude, the the Chris Rock's line when he finally catches him, he's like, "We'll give you the dumbest fucking lawyer on earth. If you get Johnny Cochran, I'll kill you." <laughs> Loved it. Making OJ jokes four years later. Yeah, <laughs> he has his moments. Now, here, here's the interesting thing that I do want to point out about it. It's like why the second we go to China, we have to turn off all the saxophones and now it's all Chinese theme music. Cause they're trying to be culturally sensitive, John. Mm. Didn't you get that theme throughout this movie being culturally sensitive to the Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> I had high hopes, Tim. I had high hopes. I mean, they did everything, but Mel Gibson just like putting like just like, stretching his eyelids out and just like yeah. taking yeah. chopsticks and shoving up somebody's ass. I love when they when they like they quiz the waiter on the specials to try and prove that he's yeah. a waiter. It's like the whitest Chinese menu out there. It's like sweet and sour pork, barbecue spare rib. And they're like, all right, get out all of right, here. All right, fine, 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 fine. Like, the, it's the only restaurant the, in LA that's serving that today. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, next time we're running at you with a gun, don't run away. Just stay put. It's like, uh, all right, all right, cops. Yeah. Right. They just saw a Chinese guy. He's like, he's in on it yeah. too. <laughs> So the bad guy gets away, but not for long because Jet Li is randomly on the same rooftop as he shows the audience how badass he is on martial arts and killing people. With Dude, his I have legs. to say, yeah, he's he is super badass. Mm. He just he kills him with his legs. He chokes. Yeah. Well, then he chokes him with those like those rose the, the rosaries, which is actually like wire, a garrote. Yeah, yeah, it's like a it's like a garrote bead. I wanted. Not, a I didn't. I didn't buy that exact thing for the movie. By the way, wait. <laughs> wait do, what do you have, Tim? What's that? What, what What do you have? You didn't buy that exact thing. It's a replica. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! No, 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 Max. I get it. It's like a a paperweight. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Oh, okay, Tim. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Poke, poke. Jab, jab. Got you. Okay. Honestly, just just a hot tip for you guys. If you ever see me carrying beads around, <laughs> just run away because <laughs> the end is near. Un unfortunately, I made it home and all I had was floss and Fruit Loops. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I ate the Fruit Loops, <laughs> <laughs> and I threw away the floss because I'm not yeah, using that floss. shit. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Who needs floss? Ew. This episode of Hold My Popcorn is brought to you by Fruit of the Bean, the coffee company that's roasted beans are always fresh. 
Right now, if you go to fruitofthebean.com and use a promo code POPCORN at checkout, you will receive 25% off your first order. They ain't playing. 25% off is a lot. There's several freshly roasted coffee beans to pick from, including the Kenyan coffee. Come on, everybody. Take a sip of coffee. Every single time I say the word coffee in this promo ad, organic Bali blue coffee, Costa Rican coffee, breakfast blend, can't drink there, as well as their French vanilla coffee. Okay, take another sip. And for the people that want the coffee taste drink without all the side effects, fresh roasted organic Peru decaf. So be smart and stay inside and go to fruitofthebean.com and use the promo code POPCORN at checkout for 25% off. Once again, that's fruitofthebean.com. Um, and then after this, you get a bad sparring match and the tables are turned and Riggs is getting too old for this shit. It's official. He's too old for this shit, literally. And this mm-hmm. is the part where they have the conversation where he's like, I just, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm creaking, I'm popping. And he was, you're just too old for this shit. It's like, oh, he took <laughs> it well. It made me so happy. The line makes me so happy. <laughs> this is when Raj, this is when Riggs and Roger get in the same wavelength. The, the weird thing is, is the movies progress as they get older. He says it less and less, which doesn't make sense. I think he only said it once in this movie. Well, actually, no, they say like 18 times that one scene. But besides that, they only say it once. It's it's yeah. probably following the curve of popularity of HGH. <laughs> yeah, which Dan Glover was clearly on this. He took it all from Mel. Yup. Cutting roids, man. He yep. trimmed. Well, they kind of reached else. like the end of that storyline in. They kind of reached the end of that storyline in the third movie because he like didn't retire. Yeah. Mm, good point. So, yeah, fuck it. I was working until I die. <laughs> Right. Oh, here's this guy with a flame flamethrower. Maybe it'll be today. Maybe I'll retire from life today. Then you get some conspiracy theory, uh, just you know, just ramblings from uh, Butters and Leo. They really bond really quickly. And okay, Tim, I have a serious yep. question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you like Leo or Butters better? Because this um, is where it puts it in front of the audience for the first time. It was like, you got to choose. Um, Real Sophie's choice here, Tim. It kind of is for me. <laughs> I like Leo better. Oh, God, I love you. <laughs> I like Leo better. Okay, okay. I do. Good, good. Not to say I don't like Butters, but I like Leo better. Okay. I'm definitely a Leo guy. Yeah. I'm on team Leo. Butter's probably more useful. Just better chemistry with Butter with that uh, with Leo. Definitely. Yeah. Mm, yeah. They fuck you on the cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Telephone tough guy. But that's that whole thing where that. <laughs> that whole thing where Chris Rock's like, hey, he made a call to Afghanistan. <laughs> Afghanistan. I don't even know where Afghanistan is. I don't know nobody in Afghanistan, and if I did, I wouldn't talk to his Afghan ass for five fucking hours. <laughs> Fantastic. Just cut that out of this movie and put it in a Chris Rock special, and I'd laugh. I'm same. sure it was a Chris. It felt like it was a Chris Rock special at one point from like the '90s yeah. that he just threw in. Right. I mean, it was really annoying at first, but like they just they dragged it on for so long that it started to become funny that I just started laughing. I loved it. 
Just in Riggs and Murtaugh are just like, oh my God, shut the fuck up. <laughs> that pulled it back down for me. But I yeah. it kind of beat me down towards the end too, where I was cracking up at Chris too, every yep. second. I feel yep. like they could have given him more screen time though, altogether. Mm. I agree. Yep. Mm. They need to do a spinoff with Leo and Butters. Mm. <gasps> oh my God. Butters and Getz. Let's start writing this. There we go. Hmm. A 40 or like a 50 year old Chris Rock and an 80 year old Joe Pesci. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do it. I think we might have missed our window. <laughs> I mean, Jackie Chan can be the villain. He's still going strong. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Well, then uh, Murtaugh walks into his house with his wife, daughter and Lorna Cole just standing in the living room like a five year old playing with their doll set. When uh, one of the bad guy thugs pulls a gun on Murtaugh and gently walks down the stairs clapping because this is an action movie and that's what bad guys do when they have the upper hand. <laughs> that whole clapping thing kind of wasn't in Jet Li's character. Mm. I feel like he was like his character. He would have walked down and like immediately tried to kill him. The whole like kind of cocky. I beat you thing. Not I don't I, that wasn't to, I didn't love that part. Uh, you're right, though. He really is. He's an he's efficient. It's about the business. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Right. Almost like a robotic, yeah. you know. And even if, you know, he were to take interest in you, you're not a challenge for him anyway. So why should he take interest in you? Because he can clearly kill right. anybody with his legs. Yeah, you're like a mosquito. Mm. <laughs> it, it's strange because he shows zero hesitation when he kills his peers. But then when it's like an enemy, he's just like he takes a sweet ass time. He plays around with him. Maybe yeah. he's just a psychopath. Maybe mm. he's just a cat. He's <laughs> <laughs> a cat. cat. He's a cat he's man. A cat, man. <laughs> I was born in the year of the cut. you know that handy state-of-the-art laser pointer gun comes in handy here as Riggs sweeps in and now they're in an american chinese mexican standoff (laughs) then one of the bad guys pulls out a knife on cole they put it to her belly oh shit (laughs) oh shit oh shit Yeah, we got knives on people. We got guns on people. Those guns and knives change hands like three times. Um, everyone's at threat at one point in the scene for a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. And then you got the nine-month pregnant Lorna Cole just karate fighting all these kung fu bad guys. As uh, Jet Li, Riggs, and Marta get into an African-American, Chinese, Australian-American, Mexican standoff. <laughs> an Oz Maxonese standoff the greatest of standoffs <laughs> by the way I don't have an Australian accent in this movie anymore it's gone I'm full American now Yeah, he chopped the mullet off and he lost the accent too it still is amazing to me he's Australian he just seems like an American hero you know he's from America he's from the states he moved to Australia and then he moved back Oh, really? So I guess the whole story with him is that he had an American accent in Australia and he's, he got like teased constantly about it. So then he like really forced one and then he couldn't get rid of it when he moved back. Oh, yeah. that's funny. Yeah. Huh. Yep. I always thought that the uh, the bold uh, anti-Semitism was a dead giveaway for American, but. Oh, there's, there's plenty of fucking Nazis in Australia, too. Oh, yeah. They have their own really? problem. A lot of. Yeah, they got they got some. They had a skinhead issue there for a while. Hmm. No, no, we're, makes t- sense. we're talking about Austria. Yes. We're talking about both, actually. 
<laughs> Come to think yeah, of that it. Is, that is one place they do share a lot of uh, similarity. Yes. In the Venn diagram of Austria and Australia, that is that is a big overlap area. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the only difference that I'm really looking at right now is that Sydney has rubber sidewalks because they like to drink. <laughs> True story. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it's great. How many people are in Australia as a country? Isn't there only like 10 million people? Yeah, it's it's tiny. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. It's just like, I mean, all the interior is just here be dragons. Yep. <laughs> right. You can only eat around the crust of Australia. Yeah. <laughs> There's only <other> places. <laughs> uh, besides that, you got like 18 foot tall fucking spiders just like crawling around and shit. The whole it's continent a, is a video game. Lost. Everything is trying to kill you. Everything. Yep. <laughs> yep. Anyway, going back to the movie, Jet Li, then Ninja kicks the two boys as well as Cole and sets the house on fire with all the good people still in the house. Oh boy, how are they going to get out of this one? Ping. 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 Where the fuck did Ping come from? Ping's a ninja. He's like a ship. Dude, like all of a sudden there was this little like three foot, like two foot child that just like came out of nowhere with like play scissors. Like what, with, yeah, where did the kid scissors. come from? Yeah. <laughs> he was in the fridge. He got stuck <laughs> in the fridge. <laughs> he was hanging out in the fridge. No He's good. looking at it. They shut the fridge. He got stuck in there. <laughs> <laughs> ah! He's like half squat from Indiana Jones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Probably. Yeah. yeah. No, it's well, thank shorty. God for that little shorty. shit. That's who yeah. it is. Oh, shorty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half Squad is uh, Tropic Thunder. <laughs> he just takes that Vien- uh, the Viennese kid. He just goes, I will call you Half Squad. <laughs> 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 I'm just conflating my racist Chinese, uh, my my racist Asian, uh, Asian characters. <laughs> Chinese, Viennese, whatever. They're all fucking Asian, right? That's right, Mr. President. All right. Then Riggs and Murtaugh grab Ryan's Pontiac Grand Am and chase after the bad guys on the highway, which after doing four of these movies, you know, is never a good thing when it comes to Riggs on any sort of highway. I had a Pontiac in high school. Uh, one of my cars in high school is a Pontiac. Yeah, I can attest that thing. That thing would not have made it during that <laughs> during that high speed chase. They would have broken down uh, like 20 feet from the house. Thank you for telling us because I was curious. Bills. About like what Pontiac was trying to prove in buying this spot. Like, oh yeah, put our car up there. <laughs> I think they were trying to sell themselves like a sports car. But that was essentially just like a Ford Taurus with a different body kit. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't keep up with a fucking tractor trailer. No. <laughs> anyway, you got Riggs. He just jumps out of the car that's, you know, going like 60 miles an hour into this mobile home and then breaks through this guy's window like Jason Voorhees. I loved, you have, awesome. there was a ton of very obvious uh, stuntman um, God, yeah. stuntman stuff in this movie. They, like the other movies, not at all. And then in this movie, there's a ton of obvious stuntman stuff. All the driving. It's like, why are you showing the shot? I can clearly, clearly see that's not the two guys that are in the car. Right. Yeah. Do you think this was all regulation or just they had a massive budget and they were like, yeah, fuck it. Let's just throw in them. They had a Real huge bit. budget for this one. Mm. This budget was like triple any of the other budgets. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, I think it was a massive budget and I think. Uh, Mel Gibson was in the, in his twilight years. Oh, you mean getting after, too old for this shit? I think he was getting too old for that shit. Probably yes. wasn't too old for it if he kept in shape, but he all he does is all he did back then was just drink and uh, make uh, phone calls to his ex wives. Yep. Huh. 
Also, I think at this point, like, it's funny that LA drivers are just so used to this shit by now that, like, they don't even pull over when the guy gets run over by a truck. Another dude's, like, surfing on a coffee table. Another dude's, like, shooting a gun and ramming the car. Everyone's just still driving in traffic. They're like, I got a, I got an open highway. I'm getting where I'm going. <laughs> Typically, it's traffic out here. <laughs> just trying to squeeze into the left lane as this, like, other car is just, like, slamming from guardrail to guardrail. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be opening. honest. In that situation, I'd probably keep going too. Like I don't have time. <laughs> I, I can't deal with it. What would you yeah, do, the guy Tim? Did just fall out of a truck and got hit. That's eh, fine. That's eh, okay. It'll grow back. I keep going. I keep, yeah. um, and then after this, the boys drive through an office building. Loved it. <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> just running over drafting tables. There's like. Millions of drafting tables in this office building, and they just destroyed all of them. <laughs> and how lucky are they that this building was encased by two hi- by highways at the same height on both sides? Only in L.A. The building was designed to be encased in highway loops. But <laughs> I, I really do love how the whole reason that they were ever even promoted to begin with was so basically the police department could be insured. <laughs> And here they are just going through one end of an office building right out the other in a fucking fucking Pontiac. Realistically killing like 45 people. Oh, easily. No, this is definitely like the Superman slash Godzilla effect. It's like, oh, so 200,000 people died in that attack. What do you mean? Huh? No. Yeah, but I saved one of them. (laughs) But we got the the bad guy. (laughs) Got him. We got the bad guy got hit by a truck. <laughs> well, <laughs> like you can just imagine, like the office setting part of the guys, like, "Hey, Shannon, can you uh, send me the facts?" Or just like car just goes through <laughs> fifth fucking floor of this building. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> and imagine if Mel Gibson was hanging out the fucking window with his tongue out of his head, just <laughs> go, Raj, go! <laughs> tongue, tongue out of his head. Just like distributing flyers for his mind comp uh, <laughs> conference. Just throwing Zeegs left and right. Yeah, it's no good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah so, you know, this, this bad guy, he gets smashed by an 18 wheeler. And then uh, a little bit later, you get this just fucking always hilarious conversation with Butters and Murtaugh, where Butters is trying to tell him that he's the son in law and Murtaugh thinks that he's gay. <laughs> Isn't homophobia so funny, guys? That wasn't funny, but Riggs fucking cracking up in the seat, just knowing exactly what's happening. I had to laugh along with that. I was laughing the whole time. I I thought it was great. I think this actually might be one of the funnier of the four. Not to say that the other three are not funny. I I think it's probably the funniest of the four. It's the most, it's the one that really went, it it doubled down the comedy the Mm. most. So yeah, so that's followed up by the boys uh, first torturing Uncle Benny, and then they all get super high on laughing gas. They're not torturing him. They were Giving at first. laughing gas. At no. first, they were doing a little bit of torture. That was foreplay. That was just foreplay. They tickled his feet a little bit, and they flashed around some yeah. sharp stuff. It was fun. They put a drill to his face, and then, you know, they got high, and they forgot about it. Yeah, they got high. I love, I love how they're like, Leo's just in there getting, like, teeth excised. He's got a fucking root canal. Yeah, it's hilarious. No insurance. Need one. Just screaming yeah. in the hallway. They're like, all right, bring him in. Right. <laughs> no history with this guy. Let's just start ripping teeth out. <laughs> Give him an overcane. Chinatown's a hell of a yeah. place, man. You can yeah. get shit done there. 
I, I got a boat to pay for. If this guy's got money, we're going. <laughs> Let's make it happen. I'll rip a teeth that teeth out all fucking day. Come on. You got plenty of them. <laughs> the louder they I scream, the better. <laughs> I sleeping with my wife's two sisters. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. That came out of nowhere. It was like, whoa. The, the record. It's just skipped. Uncle Benny letting loose. I, I, I mean, Uncle Benny could do whatever whatever Uncle Benny wants to do. But it was just. Like, there was a second there. It was like this record just skipped. Like what? And then they just went back to being hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bloody marvelous. <laughs> um. Yeah. Then I think you also find out like this this point too that Butters is um the baby daddy, as well. So and uh, your baby, whoa, baby. God. This is I one of the times I, I had to pause it. I was not in the mood for this movie today, guys. <laughs> I've, I've had a rough day. Oh, yeah. Well, Max. It's like, oh my God, please. Just how much is left? Oh, fuck. It's like Dude, halfway done. It, it does keep going. Uh, it was a long one. Yeah. I thought it was super short. <laughs> of course you did, Tim. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I think it was some background in this movie. I... Uh, this is I think this is the first Lethal Weapon movie I watched because we this came out when we were kids like little kids yeah. and I loved it and my parents got it for me for Christmas and I watched it nonstop for like five years <laughs> like I, I had a VHS I just keep putting it in and watching it this is a perfect movie for like an 11 year old oh my god in every way and they even throw the word fuck in there like four times they say, great. Uh, more than that yeah. they say fuck a lot in this movie yeah it's great between Chris Rock and Joe Pesci, it's like they got like 70 F-bombs in one scene. <laughs> uh, so you cut to this underground Chinese counterfeit money dungeon where Jet Li kills Murtaugh's Asian friend and then he kills Uncle Benny. I loved how fucking cold that all those murders were. Jet oh, Li yeah. is a fucking, he could be one of the best villains. Yeah, he's, in he's a pretty, weapon pretty franchise. sinister. Oh, easily. Yeah. I mean, the face is dark the entire time, um, especially when you first see him and he's just standing in front of a fireplace when everyone walks in and he's just and just in Hong Kong, you'd be dead. Oh my God, how many times does he fucking say that? I thought it was just like everything in Hong Kong, you would have shit yourself. In Hong Kong, <laughs> you would have had breakfast. Like what? <laughs> like what's next, dude? Tell us. Tell us how Hong Kong's different. Mel Gibson's like, in Hong Kong, you guys were just declared independent a year ago. You're welcome. <laughs> it is true. Like, so it's, it's, it's funny because like Jet Li, he is like a better fitting villain for the first movie, even though this is like by far the silliest movie. He's by far the most serious, like no quips, like just stone faced the entire time. And he kills Dude, everybody with his bare hands. Yeah. Yeah. He takes guns and breaks them apart just so he can punch people. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, that's great. That's it, pretty awesome. It's great. How many necks does he break in this? I feel like that's his thing. Yeah, he likes a neck. Oh my god, at least five necks. God, yeah. he, he just he's like a fucking tiger. He just goes right for the jugular every time. <laughs> the problem the problem with him in the first movie, Max, is that he's competing with Gary Busey's teeth. I mean, you can't yeah. you know yeah. you can't compete with those. Well, that's the thing. I mean, he is pretty much like the Gary Busey character, though, because he had Uncle Benny, kind of, who was like the higher guy until Jetley kills him. Right. All right. That's a fair point. You always got like the bad guy, bad guy. And then you got the the muscle who's kind of more of like the real person you need, you need to uh, deal with. Like um, Hans in the second one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hans. He looks like a fucking grouper. All right. Then the bad guys try to. Um, hold on. I need to read this first. I have no idea what the fuck I'm saying. Wait, give me a second. 
Okay, yeah. So the bad guys then try the old slam the car into the train track routine with Larna and Riggs and um, half squat in there, but uh, it doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't work out well for the bad guys as they uh, get shot and then they get train exploded. (laughs) They mistimed that. They left left, uh, Riggs way too much time to maneuver. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I've never got that whole, like, I'm going to push you under the train tracks. It's like, yeah, I'm just going to drive over the train tracks. Yeah, okay. Or I can let me yeah. just move the steering wheel a little bit. If you drive me forward, right. I'll just spin around. Now right. you're on I'll the do a track. U-turn. Yeah, also, I'll do a U-turn. Like, I feel like they would have known who Riggs was at this point. Like, at least half of the villains had a team member who was like, this dude's badass. Like, you got to look out for him. And they didn't know anything about him. We've gotten intel that he is too old for this shit. (laughs) Murtaugh's actually an informant. (laughs) That's where he got all his money from. Ray's getting too old for this shit. (laughs) Little do they know that HGH is on the way up in the United States. (laughs) Well, you can give me $5,000 every time I say that. (laughs) Either way, I like it. (laughs) Anyway. After this, you get the firework grand finale at the shipyard with the good guys raining on the triads parade. Yeah, by the way, at least part of the triad. They don't really explain that until the end. Um, (laughs) By showing this uh, rogue general who came out of nowhere that the money's fake. So everybody shoots each other, leading to the 1998 Sega Genesis final boss level fight with Riggs and Murtaugh versus Jet Li. Oh, my God. There's so many good parts of this. I fucked you. I fucked you. (laughs) <laughs> I fucked you. That whole thing was great with with uh, Riggs, and then the the general just fucking wild westing, just starts shooting triads, forefathers in the head. Yeah. Oh my god. And then the Riggs Murtaugh fight. That's an epic battle. Oh, and when Murtaugh just like spears him with a piece of sharpened rebar, dude. Yeah. Good lord. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah I like th- Riggs is about to get. Ch- yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, John. No, I mean, I was just going to say, I thought they bottled it all up well. It wasn't just like this overblown, drawn out firefight. It was the general says, nah, and just starts capping motherfuckers. He gets shot. Everybody else dies. And then, yeah, they end up in the, you know, the two on one fight, which is, and it all happens within the span of like, what, three minutes? It's great. I thought it got drawn out at the end there because they had well, the final fight. Yeah. They had the final it fight. Now, like Murtaugh falls down dead like four times, and then he gets like <laughs> extra bonus points and comes back up, and then <laughs> and then like Riggs is getting like choked to death, and just you know Murtaugh comes over and stabs him with a fucking like steel beam, and then Jelly like falls into the water, and then he's getting shot to death with a machine gun that somehow works underwater, you <laughs> <laughs> know he's impaled, and then Riggs gets crushed by. A fucking concrete again underwater. It's just like, Jesus Christ, either fucking die or live already. That was a little You needed all that. But Murtaugh had to save Riggs. Yeah. And he could he could hear him. He could feel him in his mind. He used the force. <laughs> he did use the force. That, yeah. Which was a exactly. weird undertone throughout the whole movie that like the force exists now all of a sudden. I, it I always existed between Riggs and Murtaugh. <laughs> That's why they solve so many crimes. They just had to believe it. Yeah, the force. That's Joe Pesci. Leo Getz is Yoda in this. <laughs> well, especially at the end for- when he's a fucking yeah. guardian angel or whatever the fuck. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the force goes through you. Okay, 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 okay. That's why you failed. Okay, okay. Whatever, whatever, whatever. 
goes back to his little bog. Um, yeah, so what what happens here? Um, Murta saves Riggs. There you go. Hand, hand applaud there. Okay. Um, yeah, and then Leo consoles Riggs at his wife's grave by talking about his childhood pet frog. Acts like an angel and gives Riggs a sign that his dead wife says you can marry somebody else. Even though you already knocked her up. And it's, and she's you're going to do it anyway. Yeah, she's in labor literally this second. Yep. Yep. And you take Joe Pesci as a as a sign. Joe Pesci is a great sign. What a story about the frog. I mean, we find <laughs> out that Joe Pesci doesn't have any friends. Like, this all makes sense. This all makes sense. The fact that Briggs didn't want to marry Lorna makes sense. He's still in mourning of his beloved wife. I don't know what you guys are getting on about. This is a fantastic ending scene. Yeah. He jumps from, I killed my pet frog, Joe, That that is. I killed my pet frog never had any friends this is an elementary school too and then i met you guys it's like <sighs> it's a big it's a gap in story. between there joe yeah a little bit uh you know like all the How years <laughs> yeah i'm 64 couldn't have at least picked up when he Listen. started paying taxes i don't know like what <laughs> <laughs> taxes who pays some taxes pe- come on <laughs> some people are like think that ulysses is a great book i think ulysses is just a bunch of fucking words how many pages in yeah. Ulysses? Like 2,000? Leo gets tells a good story. He gets to the point. I have a frog. I didn't have any friends. Now we're friends. The end. Perfect. Yeah, and then uh, Riggs and Lorna get married by a rabbi while the baby's crowning. I, <laughs> so that's... got That guy, That rabbi came into the shot. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like exactly Riggs, what it would Riggs be. eyes just go... <laughs> and I was like, oh. Somebody else. Somebody else. <laughs> All right, fine. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> they waited so long that that baby came out. It was like 18 pounds. They should finally show it. Dude, that thing was a fucking football. Here's your monster baby. So then the movie ends with everyone taking a picture and saying that they're family. Which they are. And I'm part of that family. <laughs> Tim's in the back. Yeah. Tim photoshopped himself in there. That should be the uh, the fucking picture f- for the actual episode and all the other little sites. It's just Tim in the back. Uh, Photoshop Tim's face into Lorna Coles, who's holding the baby in a, in a fucking wheelchair. Yeah, please do that. Someone please, please do that. Oh, God. I thought we'd put you in Leo's spot. The fucking family thing, though. It's like, don't throw that Fast and Furious tagline on us. Like, that's something they've been saying for four movies. That's the first time they fucking said that. Yeah. And Joe Pesci just leaves. He's like, we're not friends. We're... And then everyone just goes, family. That's first time you guys. It was a heartfelt moment. I'm not going to hear any two (laughs) words about it. (laughs) Dude, you don't want to go down this path with Tim, man. I tried talking to him about knuckle babies and it just descended. It it just deteriorated each time. Because I was very clear about knuckle babies and I'm being very clear right now. They are family. <laughs> the Riggs and the Murtaughs are fucking family. For the for the choices, they said we're not friends, we're family. And then they have the song "Why Can't We Be Friends." Why? What did they not have the money for? We are family. I, I, I <laughs> that doesn't make sense. You know, there was a lot of stuff that happened in the nineties. Uh, we had some riots. There were some movies. Uh... It it makes total sense. Why can't we be friends? Because we're family. That's why you can't be friends. <laughs> oh, goddamn mic drop. Hear, Fuck, it's over. All right, good night, everybody. Just fuming. <laughs> it's breathing heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to scream. <laughs> it's, 
It's the last I goddamn s- fucking podcast I do. <laughs> I scream for lethal weapon. I promise, Abby, I wouldn't yell again. <laughs> Dude, my poor neighbors, they have a small child too, and I know they hear me screaming at horrible hours. Yeah, I'm sure they hear me too, because I have I have, I have to have my window open in my little like eight by ten room that I'm in. <laughs> the I'm fucking sweating right now. Yeah, me too. No, I put a hat on today just for the sweat line. I'm like, I can't uh, keep wiping my face off. I, I made that mistake. I didn't put a hat on, and I've just been like pulling my hair back because it's just a fucking mess. It's <laughs> been a rough day for me. I feel you <laughs> though. Said. I mean, I haven't showered today, and I feel I, I feel bad. It's just all. <laughs> I've showered twice today. I'm probably gonna shower again. Jesus, <laughs> one of those. All right. Anything else, uh, Timmy? Timmy, you want to talk about before we get into questions? Uh, no. I mean, I just think this is, like I said, I want to reiterate this is the best month of my life. These are the four <laughs> greatest movies that have ever been made. Um, and I would fight anybody who would question that. And um, yeah, I just appreciate you guys for letting me do it. You're welcome, Tim. Well, Tim, you, know you needed it. You realize? Well, you know, it, what's that? I think that we're getting a bonus episode out of this just on trivia alone. Mm-hmm. You got a little more coming. Fantastic. You know what that means? We're family. Oh, family. We <laughs> All I'm saying. Why can't we be friends? I need you. Why can't we be friends? I just need you to hold on to that climax. Kama suture that shit because it's not over yet. Oh, Sorry. I sting that right back into my prostate. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Time for questions. <laughs> Who's your favorite or least favorite in this? <laughs> So my favorite, my favorite is going to be Mel because I'm in full love with him again. Uh, Once again, separating the art from the artist. My least favorite is going to be the lack of tits in this one. They needed to balance it back out. Mm. The last one, I get it. Mm -hmm. You're trying to bring the brand back now. How about like a nice big butt? Something, you know, there wasn't anything. There was, there was no love interest in this. Like everybody was getting married and having children. There was no sex appeal in this one. Mm. Mel didn't even have a mullet. So actually, you know what? That's my that's my least favorite is they got an R rating and there was no sex appeal or sexual innuendo whatsoever. Yeah, I need some sex, right? Knuckle babies. Um, my favorite is uh, in in Lethal Before is Murta. He's just fantastic in this whole thing. Um, and my least favorite is Mel Gibson's haircut. Mm. <laughs> Took mine, Tim. Damn it. <laughs> that was my least favorite, right. too. It's Rick's hold on, haircut. Hold on, hold on. Uh, rewind, rewind, rewind. <laughs> my favorite. My favorite is Berta. He's fantastic in this in whole in this whole thing. Um my least favorite is Jet Lee's haircut. <laughs> the longest mullet nice. in the universe. Tim, that was mine. God damn it. <laughs> Alright, rewind, rewind, rewind. Go on. My favorite is Murta. He's fantastic in this whole thing. My least favorite is the lack of pubes. All right. That's a good one, Tim. Good job. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite is the pyro guy in the beginning of the movie. I, I don't know what his yeah. plan was, or even if he had one, he was just kind of just spraying random things in fire. But I like his style. Yeah, my least favorite is also pubes. <laughs> 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 or lack thereof. No, it's definitely losing yeah. that sweet, sweet mullet. That mullet. Martin really. Riggs is not Martin Riggs without that mullet. He's just Mel Gibson. He's just Mel Gibson from Signs. That's what he looked like. Right. Huh. Oh, God. That's a good point. Mel Gibson's last movie before he went insane. Fucking bonkers. 
Yep. Just telling people to swing away. That's a good movie, though. I feel like uh, Joaquin Phoenix, though, learned crazy from Mel, though, in that movie. Oh, yeah. So, yep, yep, yep. at least on set, like behind scenes, you know. Oof, yeah. And Joaquin's had a pretty rough life. I mean, his name's fucking Joaquin. Just yeah. Start. There's that. It's family of gypsies. <laughs> his brother's name's River. <laughs> Come on. Really from a family of gypsies? I think that, yeah, they're like, like they're in some sort of cult. Well, that's why yeah, it's like, sense. it's like Joaquin River. And then I think his sister's name, uh, who's married to a uh, Casey Affleck is rain. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. They're oh. fucking weird. That's weird. Didn't Casey Affleck like rape eight people. Yeah. I think on set of the, <laughs> that movie that he did with Joaquin, because <laughs> he directed oh, it. Oh, really? Which is weird. Yeah. Mm. yeah kind of weird for your, uh, your brother-in-law to be sexually harassing people on the set of the movie that you're starring in. Hmm. Not if you're a gypsy, I guess. Not if you're in Hollywood. <laughs> yep. All right. That was a Weinstein production. <laughs> yeah. And lastly, what's your hold my popcorn rating for Lethal Weapon 4? Uh, I can go first. Uh, Lethal Weapon 4 gets 100 out of 100 for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going straight out here and giving a real rating. This movie is fantastic. No flaws. <laughs> <laughs> I give this one. I'm going to give it about, you know, six mushing, six missing bush hairs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. out of three potential shark attacks that could have happened throughout the rest of this movie that they didn't (laughs) actually use. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Goddamn shame. They didn't use that shark. They could have. They really could have. They wasted that shark. That would have been great. The final scene when they're, you know, just Riggs and Murtaugh are just like, you know, they're having like their small talk as um, Jet Li's just getting angrier and angrier because Murtaugh killed his brother. And then they're like, secret weapon. Yup. And then just Riggs just pulls a shark out from under his shirt and just throws it at Jet Li. (laughs) I mean, shit in any way or even like after he unloads on him with the AK underwater, the shark comes and bites his Mm. head off. I don't fucking know. Oh, that would have been the shit. Right. It would have been awesome if the shark came back then. Dude, like that oh was God, what I was waiting. Awesome. They like they show him like floating. I'm like the shark could come back, but it doesn't. <laughs> well, the shark is the one who uh, like Riggs and Murtaugh are just both trapped under the concrete because Murtaugh's getting too old for the shit. And then just the shark comes in and saves them both like a fucking dolphin. <laughs> oh my rescues God, them dude. to safety. <laughs> See, I, w- I think it would have been hilarious if like, like for the Free Willy ending scene, he jumps over the dock. <laughs> Bites off Jet Li's head, and then right before he hits the water, he just goes, It's just been revoked. <laughs> just does a deep blue sea of Sam Jackson. <laughs> just does that part. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it actually gets a wink, wink in right before it hits the water again. Wink. Ding. Right. And then they, they just give each other a high five with the flipper. <laughs> you did it, shark. Here's your badging gun. <laughs> You're back on the force. <laughs> Shark Cop. Lethal Weapon 5, starring Shark Cop. Thank God Sergeant Mako is here. <laughs> it's evil corporations contaminating the water supply. This looks like this is a job for Shark Cop. Shark Cop! It's the dorsal fin flies in. Goes back oh, yeah. I have this feeling that we are going to be talking about Shark Cop again one day. Yeah. We need more shark cop. I've had it up to here with you, Sergeant, Sergeant Mako. <laughs> You're an embarrassment to the force. on my ass. Yeah. You blew up that oyster farm the other day. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting it up the ass from the from the chief. The por- this porpoise is shoving it right in my ass. 
<laughs> All right. Um, is it my rating? Is it my turn for the rating? I think you did it. <laughs> you did the rating. Oh, no, you, you haven't done the, haven't rating, done the yet. rating yet. Sorry. Hey, we're all in the same boat. It's fine. Shark Cop. All right, moving on. Shark Cop. That's my rating. Shark Cop. <laughs> That's my new rating. <laughs> I was going to give this one normal uh, butter baby out of one Miracle Riggs baby, but I like Shark Cop better. <laughs> Shark Cop's way better. It's fantastic rating. Uh, we need to design Shark Cop. If they were going to do a sequel, what they should be doing is just having the Butters baby and uh, the Riggs baby like being like the new cops because they're now 22 years old. Ooh. That'd be fantastic. Oh, my God. What an idea, Max. We got all sorts of fan fiction coming out. Yeah. We need the a novel series. ones and Shark Cop ones. We need Pulp Fiction novels. That's what we need. Mm. But they're like fighting ghosts and shit too. Oh my yeah. god, a supernatural lethal weapon? Yes. Dude, right? <laughs> like imagine if um what was that uh oh fuck Will Smith movie where they have like orcs and fairies and shit? Bright. Ugh. Bright, yeah. Yeah, so I actually enjoyed it, but imagine that, but lethal weapon. Mm. But just a little bit of it. Like Game of Thrones amount of mystical shit. Imagine Lord of the Rings. A lethal weapon. Ooh. <laughs> Riggs and Murtaugh gets get thrown in some time machine. They go to the fucking center of the earth. <laughs> I was just hoping that the evil white wizard would be from South Africa. Riggs <laughs> Rig, is Aragorn. Danny Glover is Legolas. <laughs> the whitest <laughs> we all whitest know who Gimli is. The whitest character <laughs> in Lord of the Rings is Danny Glover. Oh, and, then, <laughs> and then Leo is uh, uh, Gimli. Gimli. Oh, he's Gollum. <laughs> yeah. He's Gollum. Yeah, Gollum. Who would be Gimli? Okay. 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa, huh. Huh. Ooh, that was that was close. That was too close for home. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else you guys want to cover before we wrap up? No, I'm just I want cry. to tell the audience to keep their eye out on my uh, Lord of the Rings lethal weapon crossover. <laughs> <laughs> Good. They'll keep you. They'll keep you going, Tim. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, that concludes our lethal weapon month. And um, regardless, I'll be calling the suicide prevention hotline right away for Tim. Thank you. Yep. You're welcome. It won't work. They know me too well. <laughs> I'll be the witness. <laughs> yeah. If you like the show, please uh, tell your friends about it. Rain review. Stay tuned because we're going to have plenty more shit to do because we can't leave the fucking house. Yeah. And also wash your fucking hands. Wash your hands and stay inside. <laughs>